Um, <laughs> that was weird. I don't know what the fuck that was about. Welcome to Simone Shay. I'm Shu. Oh, hey, I'm Sydney. Um, what was happening, Sydney? Oh, I was just dabbling in a little ASMR show oh, research. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Today we are talking ASMR. I'm so excited <laughs> to cover this. Uh, uh, and that was just a little reading from uh, oh, from the story must be told, yes. which is a great podcast um, where they do kind of unusual poetry and it's creepy stories. So, so enjoy that ASMR experience by Sydney DeLorean. Oh, very nice, welcome. very welcome. nice. Yes, um, I'm excited to do this topic, uh, which I didn't really research um, <laughs> because when I went to quote unquote research uh-huh. and listened to other podcasts who have covered how it works like what is it how does it work no one has really done a show that covers what the fuck is the asmr there's a lot of asmr podcasts out there where it is the thing but there's nothing explaining the thing okay so here we are here we are uh, we hope you get the tinglies, as they say in the ASMR community <laughs> what a ride we're about to be on yeah so what is it yeah, explain it to me, Shu. Okay, so ASMR stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And it's an experience characterized by a static-like or tingling sensation on the skin that typically begins on the scalp and moves down the back of the neck and the uh, um, through the upper spine. Okay, so it's not generally your whole body. It's just kind of like you hear it and then it gives you this tingly upper body experience right like similar to goosebumps but i feel like more tingly than that because it's pleasurable right yes and it some people do experience it on different parts of their body but the most common is like down the neck and spine so pretty crazy um yeah so it's like a, a low-grade euphoria, basically, is what I read, is this feeling is like, yes. it's not like, oh, that's Oprah-level <laughs> euphoria, right. but it's like, a, hey, that's kind of, that feels good. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, Just, it's supposed to be relaxing. Okay. So, and I, what were you telling me about the name, how the name came about? Oh, okay. So, the term autonomous sensory meridian response was popularized by this lady, Jennifer Allen, and she was a cybersecurity professional residing in New York City. And basically, between the years 2007 and 2010, people on the internet started sharing their experiences of they would hear these sounds and it would make them feel good and get tingly, and there was never a word for it before. Um, it's one of those modern things that the internet has kind of helped people find each other to talk about it. Um, and I think maybe they were embarrassed to talk about it before. Um, and so, uh, a lot of the words used before it was called ASMR would be like auditory head induced orgasm. Um, and just a lot of these words were referenced to a sexual feeling or an orgasm. And Jennifer Allen um, was one of many people who wanted it to have a non-sexual connotation just so it could be more because it isn't sexual for everyone. And it would be a more acceptable thing to be like, I listen to these sounds 
because it makes me feel good, not I listen to these sounds because it gives me a tingly orgasm in my spine. Like it just <laughs> because when things like we're a puritanical country, so right. when you when you make something sexual, people get weird about it. Um, and so she introduced a Facebook group um, in February 2010 called the ASMR group. And um, so, yeah, she just wanted it to have a term that made it um, – it became a consensus among the community uh, that it wouldn't pose as much of a risk for, I guess, marginalization or persecution for these people. Um, and audit – okay, autonomous – Okay, I said autonomous. Yeah. And it's autonomous. Autonomous okay. means spontaneous – self-governing with or without control this is from wikipedia everyone okay. uh-huh. uh sensory pertaining to the senses or sensation uh meridian signifying a peak climax climax or point of highest development which is actually like not what meridian means like meridian is like a, a line or a right. pathway um which still makes sense because it's following these tingly nerve pathways but yeah. i don't know why Wikipedia said meridian means a peak and response referring to an experience triggered by something. Okay. So um, Alan said in 2016 in an interview, she purposely selected these terms because they were more objective, comfortable and clinical uh, than other alternative terms for the sensation. So it's not a word that has come from the medical community. Okay. Interesting. Because I thought it was. Yeah. It sounds like a medical word. Yeah. And there's actually like little to none research on ASMR as far as like scientific research. I guess because it's such a new phenomenon. And also it's like it doesn't hurt anybody. So it's like. They're just like whatever. It's a fringe thing. Just do it. Like prior to that woman coming up with the name, the first uh, mention of it in contemporary history um, was on October 19th, 2007, when a 21-year-old user on a forum on a website called Steady Health oh. um, posted describing the sensation that they had experienced since childhood and described it um, similar to fingers along the skin, you know, like when someone does a light finger. Yeah, which I also hate. And you get the tinglys. Um, but said is often triggered by random and unrelated events like watching a puppet show or being read a story. Uh, and a lot of people responded relating to the post and saying like, yeah, that's happened to me too. Oh, okay. So, and then that was when there were multiple groups started on like Yahoo chats or whatever the fuck people were doing before Facebook. And all of, all of them had names, like you said, like head orgasm. And shit like that. So someone needed to come along. Yeah. Um, prior to that, there isn't really a lot of history on ASMR. Um, an Austrian writer, Clemens J. Setz, suggested that a passage from the novel Mrs. Dalloway uh, by Virginia Woolf, Woolf, published in 1925, describes uh, something distinctly comparable to ASMR. Okay. In the novel... A nursemaid is speaking to her male patient and says, um, and the description is deeply, softly, like a mellow organ, but with a roughness in her voice, like a grasshopper's. 
which rasped his spine deliciously and sent running up into his brainwaves of sound. Oh, okay. So, and that was really all there was on Wikipedia for the history. Okay. They also said there's no definitive knowledge on evolutionary origins since it hasn't been clearly identified as having biological correlations. Okay. So, it's new. Yeah, it's we don't know. Thing, you know? Um... So how do how are people like tr- like what are the typical triggers triggers yeah that give okay. people ASMR feelings? Well, most commonly, it's triggered by a specific auditory or visual stimuli. Oh, okay. So here are some examples: uh, listening to soft spoken or whispering voice, which is what you did in the beginning. Yeah, because that's what I know. I that I seems say- like the most common. And I mostly know about ASMR because of the things I research for this podcast. <laughs> um, if I leave my YouTube on autoplay, it very quickly will start into ASMR videos. Because I guess if you're into adult babies and objectophilia, you also want to get into some ASMR. But that's how I know about it is I'll just like have my YouTube on autoplay. And uh-huh. next thing you know, it's someone, you know, whispering. Yeah. There's a lot of reviews. Yeah. It's like, it's always like old Yankee candles that they bought on clearance (laughs) at TJ Maxx. And they're like, this was originally $12. (laughs) I was able to get it for $6. Right. And I'm like, good for you and your candle, you know, haul. But like, also, why are you talking like that? Yeah. The one I listened to this morning was a woman um, reading affirmations. Oh. And she would do it like, in the center and then on each side, I guess, to simulate, like, I'm whispering in your ears. Oh, because if you're wearing headphones and you're using... Um, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, I that was, would I make sense. wearing headphones. Because if you wear headphones and something is, like, if you set it up to pan the volume right. to the left or the right, it can okay. sound like they're in. Yeah. I think we did one podcast where I don't know what the fuck I was doing, but, like... One of us was in each Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Maybe I'll do that as like bonus content right? for people. You um, want it, you want us to surround <laughs> you. You want some OJ and surround sound. Yeah. She was just like, you're doing great. Everything's going to be okay. That's so, I guess because I don't have, not everyone gets the tinglys. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, I don't want someone whispering in my ear. <laughs> if you have known me. You know that I don't do subtlety very well. What I want is a T.S. Madison YouTube video where she's telling me how to step my pussy up. Right. That's what I want. Um, by the way, everyone, check out T.S. Madison. Yeah, because definitely. Because she, she is church. I love when, like, someone is like, you fucking got this. Like, go out there. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I want it to be, a, like, more like a football coach than, uh, than a mother. Right. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not for everyone. Not for I'll everyone. Yeah. I also uh, have a friend on Instagram whose son made their first ASMR video. Oh, I heard about that. like a child. So, okay. I want to get into this. Okay. Because first, what? Go well, ahead. first I want to ask, because you said audio and visual. Like, what are the visual Okay. Ones. Like, what's a visual thing that would give someone the tinglys? I think that would be like watching someone do mundane, repetitive things, like 
brush their hair. The Some of the YouTube videos I saw, like, someone was just, like, putting a brush against the mic and just, like, gently brushing it or, like, tapping their fingers. Okay. Um, like I think I read that. one example, the woman said a puppet show, watching a puppet show. I read something where it was, like, they like to see people doing mundane tasks but with intention uh-huh. And I was like, so basically, like, if you're not ready to practice mindfulness yourself, you watch someone else practice mindfulness. Yes. And one of the That's examples was yeah. making a meal with intention. Right. Which if you we just encourage mindfulness on this show. And in many episodes, we've talked about putting love and intention into your cooking. Yes. And you should do that anyways. Um, but maybe you videotape yourself doing it and you put it on YouTube because other people care. And whisper while you're doing it. Yes. Added stimuli. So I heard about this person who had their child make an ASMR video. Uh And I have seen some other memes show up where there are other children getting popular doing ASMR on the internet. I Uh guess it's like a thing that kids do now. Yeah. Like there's this cute little redhead girl who like she she's so cute. She drinks like Diet Coke from the can out of a straw and she's all... And then she like taps her nails on the can and she uh-huh. basically just looks like a bitchy gay man. So it's really blown up <laughs> on gay Twitter Yeah, where it's like me when my friends aren't taking my advice. <sighs> like yeah. it's really funny. Um, but it, I guess it's a trend now is children making uh-huh. ASMR videos, which is fine because like get in there, be creative. But also it's kind of weird because like I just don't want adults watching them and getting the tinglys because it is kind of sexual asmr is there are asmr there are people who are into it for sexual reasons right um it's mostly for real relaxation and to relieve stress um there haven't really been a lot of research done but in 2015 there was a research paper published where they um did a survey of some 500 asmr enthusiasts and they published the findings And um, some of the findings were that whispering worked as a trigger for the majority of the people, followed by personal attention, crisp sounds, and slow movements. Okay. Um, And that most participants reported watching ASMR videos for relaxation purposes, to help sleep, or for stress relief. Only 5% reported using it for sexual stimulation. Oh, okay. So, so that's not bad. low amount. Yeah. But it is still weird. I feel like it's just kind of weird to watch any sort of, like, child YouTube as an adult. Yes. They're just, you know, I don't know. Like, I feel like in the vlog community, like, let's let children stay with children and adults stay with adults. Yeah. And that's fine. Um, But they are using some of the different types of ASMR, which besides whispering, there's loudly chewing, crunching, slurping, or biting food, drink, um, drinks, or gum. So people really like crisp sounds. So like chewing um, chips is something I saw pretty frequently. Oh, dude, I'm going to get into this because you know I've been making my gum chewing videos. Yeah, you could that someone might be getting the tinglys. Um, also listening to quiet, repetitive sounds from someone's mundane tasks, like turning pages in a book or like tapping on the 
table is really common. Are we all so lonely? We more people live alone than ever in American history. Yeah. And are we all so lonely that we crave these? Because it almost sounds like it's that feeling you have when there's another person in your home and you're not interacting like they're they're just there doing something, their own tasks. Yeah, I almost feel like that's what it is because like loneliness is a disease. It is very, very bad for your health and um, it is an epidemic. And like, are these soothing? Because when you come home from your shitty day where you feel alone at work all day because you have all these stupid interpersonal conflicts at work and then you come home to your fucking apartment alone and you're just like, you, it's so stressful and you don't have anyone there just to, you know, hug, give you a peck on the cheek, like any of that soothing shit that like you get if you have a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe these videos help provide that because it's almost that feeling of someone being in your space without directly interacting. Yeah, it's and possible. I, yeah, because I just know like when I when I first lived alone, it was great. But after like eight years of living alone – I was like, I don't know, man. Like, I started to just be like, this just feels bad. Mm-hmm. And I worked, I worked with someone who was depressed, and I was like, I was like, this is really fucking stupid that we both like go home alone. Like, we're both going through the same thing of loneliness, and we just go home every night, like separately. Right. Like, we need to fucking hang out or whatever because like we both had just lived alone too long, and it was getting weird. Yeah. It does get weird being yeah. alone. Yeah. Eight years was my tipping point where I just was like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Especially, like you said, if you're just mostly going home and not like having a lot of group meetups or like other places to get that energy from other people. It's yeah. Like, it can be really isolating. Yeah. It definitely felt that way. Like I didn't mind living alone when I drank and I would go out and I'd party because if I just had a day where I just didn't want to go stew with my feelings... I'd go stop off at a bar, have a drink, relax, shoot the shit with people, have that sort of nonsense conversation that like shakes you out of your own head. Yes. And when you live alone, you don't really get that. Like when I quit drinking, that's when I had a hard time because it just felt like wake up, do stuff alone, go to work, come home alone. And like I like being alone, but also I never had anyone to like break up. Right. If I was in like a bad thought cycle. Yeah. And so – it can be healthy for people, even if they aren't friends with their roommates, but people who have roommate situations just to have like another body in the house. Yeah. Like is soothing. So I, I feel like ASMR videos are like probably good for that. Totally. I think so. It's, just put it on in the other room and go about your business. Yeah. There's uh, some people say it helps reduce anxiety too. So I can see I'm that. Not sure, but. They also said that um, some people can initiate the stimuli through conscious manipulation without any video or, you know, sound. Okay. Just on their own. So, I don't know. Like, I'm like you. I watched some videos and I wasn't feeling any tinglies. Uh But the closest thing that I came to experiencing that is I I listened to this podcast they tell like spooky stories uh-huh. like people just tell their experiences of like hauntings or something and every time I listen to it I get like goosebumps all over huh. like up and down my legs like my legs get all tingly oh. and I'm like ooh, ooh, ooh. I love being scared so ah. <laughs> so I was like maybe that's what it feels like but um more than anything the woman I was watching today was just annoying me because she 
had kind of like dry mouth, so there was a Ooh. lot of like yum yums in between her talking. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Where you're like trying to get saliva in there, yeah, you're but there's to... none. And you're just like yum yum yum. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm jealous because I I wish that I I wish it worked on me. It'd be cool to be like, oh, like, you know, it'll give me like a little buzz is like if I would turn on this free video on YouTube, like that would right. be super cool. Um, I, you know, so good. Good for you. Yeah. Good for you ASMR people. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I think I would be good at making ASMR videos just because I, I can whisper. Um, I know how to whisper. (laughs) I feel like you're whisper shaming me because when I practiced reading that intro, you were like, I thought I was whispering and you were like, but like, also, could you whisper it? Like you're just whispering a secret to someone. Um, And that was a problem that I had with uh, my acting teacher who would always say, I need you to act like you're just talking to the person next to you. Not like you're projecting to a whole theater. This is on camera. This isn't in a theater. And I said, this is how I talk to people right in front of me. And um, so I guess I don't, I I wouldn't be good at making ASMR videos because it's not, that's not my forte. You did it good though. I did. I did. And what did I tell you last week when we were picking this topic? Oh, I said, I feel, well, I started to say, I feel like I'm just going to be angry the whole time and jealous. And you said, why? Because you can't whisper. (laughs) Uh, and I was like, well, no, oh, that's also true, so though. Funny. It was a sick burn. That um, was the type of burn I like is when someone knows me well enough to, like, really burn me. Yeah. I don't like when strangers give me shit. Like, you don't, right. know, you don't know me well enough to artfully <laughs> yeah. scorch me. But you really had a point there. Uh, but I am I am jealous of these people because that's, I mean, that's kind of cool just to be like, oh, I'm feeling, like, a little anxious. Let me put on this video. Yeah. So. Yeah. So check it out. I mean, there's a lot of YouTube videos of different ASMR people, so it's it's quite popular on YouTube. Yeah, have a have a fun time with it, or don't, because yeah. um, I uh, yeah, I'm more of like a I just, I like someone who's yelling. <laughs> <laughs> I was born Tony to, Robbins. Yeah, I was born to be in the theater. <laughs> I'm a loud, oh, expressive person. I have so. a coworker like that. Do it's, you? Oh, you, I can hear her all the way down on the opposite end of the office. No, I don't want that. And I'm just like, you're loud. And she did say one time that she's like, she's really into theater. Oh, well, that explains it. Like she has season passes to plays and shit. Oh, she has a season pass. Yeah. To the, um, I went I and saw, um, what's that? Oh, Billy Elliot. Yeah. I mm-hmm. went and saw Billy Elliot with her. Nice. It's pretty good. That guy is hot. He's like. Fucking leaping all over the stage in his hot spandex. Playing his... a child. No, the adult when he grows up. Oh. God, not the kid. I was all, it might have been played by an adult, but he is supposed to be a child. No, they like flash forward to him as an oh. adult when he like, spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen Billy Elliot, but he becomes like a famous ballet person yeah. as an adult. And they like forward to that, and he like comes out and does his dance. Oh. And I'm like, oh, I love those tight ass pants you yeah. ballet dancers wear. Yeah, and he was all buff. Yeah, so, so that's cool. I um, really want to see Lion King. Like that's I something just I would. Can't wait to, to be, be king. king. Um, I hear the costumes are great on that. 
just love the theater. I just love it, man. It makes me cry. I get all emotional. The theater. I don't like musicals, and I never really grew up watching any plays. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't really know much about the theater. I just, I get so excited because I'm like, I'm not like a theater expert. Uh huh. Um, but I just love watching a bunch of people work together in real time to create something. It's yeah. beautiful. It's moving. Rent was on Netflix, and I thought about watching it. But the, the movie version isn't. It's not not that good. It's fine. Okay. I I don't know. I've only seen it once. I was like addicted to the CD, which uh-huh. I know you can believe because I was twelve oh, yeah. when Rent came out, and then I saw it in the theater. Um. Yeah, I was a Rent head. Uh huh. Oh Probably. yeah. Yeah. Instead, I ended up watching Blue Crush. Kate Bosworth. Fuck yeah. You know that movie where oh, she's yeah. a surfer? She is a surfer. A surfer maid. It's like made in Manhattan, but with surfing. Um, <laughs> I haven't seen Blue Crush, but I know what it is. Oh, I liked it. All right. I like it a lot. Yesterday I watched How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. That's a good one. Yeah. That is a good one. I just really been relaxing with my 90s rom-coms. We're, early 2000s. We're super into those. Yes. Um, have you seen Crazy Rich Asians yet? Yes. How it was, was it? Really good. Okay. It wasn't as funny. Like it was funny, but I feel like it was more on the romantic drama side than on the rom com. Okay. Like everyone I talked to was like, "Oh, that movie's really funny," or they say it's supposed to be really funny. And then you know, I took my husband because I, you know, he owed you. He owed me, and he just kept looking over, going, "I thought this was a comedy." I thought this. I thought this was a comedy, and I'm like, "Shut up! It's romantic." I'm never going to a movie with your husband. <laughs> <laughs> it just depends what it is. Rom coms are not his thing. No, and then he's expecting laughs, and there's no laughs, and he has yeah. to just express that in the theater. Yes. I mean, I go to the movies alone, but so what do I know it was good. So I I enjoyed it. That's good. I love. Uh, What's that woman's name from Aquafina? No, I love Aquafina, but the main character I don't know. Constance. I don't know. Okay. I, I don't know what she's from or where she's from. She's from Fresh Off the Boat. Oh, okay. She plays the mom on Fresh Off the Boat. Okay. She's really good. So everyone so. check out Crazy Rich Asians. Yeah. What was the other one you were supposed to go see? The Spy Who Dumped Me. Have you seen that yet? Not yet. Okay. He he, he wants to go see the Happy Time Murders. Oh. Which is uh, Melissa McCarthy yeah. and the puppets. Yes. Yeah. Getting brutal reviews. Not good. No, it doesn't look good. Um, a lot of haters online. Yeah, it looks They're good. like, this has been done. Yeah. Like, go watch other movies. Like, that... just being like, it's puppets, but doing adult material isn't enough to make it funny. Yeah. So. So, we'll see. I watched the trailer for it, mm-hmm. and there's like, it's pretty dirty. Yeah, but I don't care. Yeah, I I feel like it's supposed to be like, oh, it's so raunchy, mm-hmm. you know, but oh, that doesn't always translate to, to funny. No. So we'll see. Um, we're going to go. I know we're going to go see it. Yeah. Because he wants to see it. So it's Marriage. only a matter of time. Marriage. I went. Is that Princess Bride? <laughs> kind of. I was Marriage. going. The, oh, by the way, speaking of Princess Bride, quickly, uh, we did watch the Andre the Giant documentary. Oh, how is it? It was good. Uh-huh. It was, I felt sad for him just because he's so tall. And it was in a time when, like, no one was trying to accommodate him. 
Yeah. Like, I feel like nowadays, you know, you could order a bunch of giant sized shit on Amazon. Yeah. Um, but at that time, you know, it's just a real struggle for him. Um, it is a good documentary. I will check that out. It's on HBO, so okay. for for whoever wants to watch it. Okay. I went and saw Goodbye, Christopher Robin. Yes. How was that? It's really good. And I cried through the whole thing. Is it sad? Well, I love Winnie the Pooh. Talk about things like ASMR that just make you feel good. I Dior. Just... He's like ASMR city. No. Okay. <laughs> We've had such lively debates about Eeyore. We have. Because there's a certain type of people who relate to Eeyore who I'm like, you suck. You shouldn't want to relate to Eeyore. But anyways. Yeah. Um, no, Winnie the Pooh is someone who just makes me so happy. Like, he fills me with such joy. I listen to Winnie the Pooh books to fall asleep. Uh-huh. Um, one of my favorite rides at Disneyland, uh, The Many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh, I think is what it's called. Uh-huh. Um, the first time I wrote it, I just screamed, this is what the inside of my head looks like. Because <laughs> you go into a black light Technicolor room uh-huh. when he starts seeing the heffalumps and puffalumps and woozles. And it just, Winnie the Pooh makes me very happy. Okay. And he's such a pure yeah. soul. And um, so basically Winnie the Pooh, it's almost like how like Christopher Robin hasn't, he's an adult and he hasn't thought of his old friends yeah. in so long because he's been to war. He has a wife. He has a, had a kid he has this job this mm-hmm. demanding and back in the hundred acre woods like Winnie the Pooh and his friends are almost like disappearing because they haven't seen him and they're whatever oh. and so Winnie the Pooh is wandering around and he can't find his friends oh. and then he walks through this tree and he's like I have to find Christopher Robin he'll know where my friends are and so he ends up in London and Christopher Robin finds him and a lot of the movie is like Christopher Robin being like, I don't have time for you, Pooh. I don't have time. I'm taking you back to the woods and we're never talking again. Uh-huh. And just like being an adult has made Christopher Robin so mean. Aww. It's a sweet little angel Pooh. Does he say, oh, bother a lot? Yeah. Aww. The characters aren't exactly true to how like the characters are. Okay. There's some things where I'm like, I don't know. What does Eeyore say? What was Whoa. Eeyore? What was doing? What was happening with Eeyore? was there he was fine okay um but it's a really pretty movie and i <laughs> what well, well, does he say you were starting you're i don't like, know i oh. think he, i was gonna say oh bother but that's not what he says no. <laughs> that's what i was gonna say too, yeah i don't he i don't think that. he really has a catchphrase he's like he usually is like just what i thought was gonna happen yeah he's just like here i am yeah. okay yeah but uh do you like piglet I love Piglet. I always thought it was weird when I was little that Piglet was a little boy. Oh, is Piglet a boy? Yeah. But I always felt like Piglet seemed more like a girl to me. Because he's pink? I don't know. Who knows? Maybe he's trans. He's a boy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Little boys sound like little girls on the phone. Like. Yeah, they do. Yeah. That's true. He's just a little boy. Okay. He's a little baby boy. Does he have a mom? Only Rue has a mom. Yeah. In the show. Uh-huh. Who's Kanga. Yeah. Get it? Yeah. Kangaroo. Kangaroo. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but yeah. Okay. So it was good. It is good. 
Well, they're stuffed animals, which is why they don't have parents. Kanga and Rue were like a set that came together. Right. So it makes sense that there's a parent and child in there. But the rest are just stuffed animals that come to life. And you don't usually get stuffed animals in a parent-child set. Unless uh-huh. you get that puppy toy I had when I was a kid oh, that the bell, the belly velcroed open. Yes. And then you pulled puppies out of the Is inside. Is it Pound Puppies? I don't know if it was Pound Puppies or another brand. Oh, puppy Surprise. Oh, is that what it is? That sounds I don't right. Know. I had one that had a zipper, and you zipped the belly open, and there was like three little baby yeah. puppies inside. I think pound puppies is what I had, and then I think when I was maybe too old to have it, this company did Puppy Surprise, oh. and it was like you didn't know when you bought it how many puppies you were gonna get. Okay, so you could get one to like five and you had no idea and you'd be like oh man how many puppies it's a surprise it's a surprise and it's a puppy surprise you can velcro that's oh okay we'll bring it back to asmr that is a lot of asmr videos are people showing what they bought and so they'd be like i'm unboxing my puppy surprise right now and we're gonna see how many puppies are inside and then you hear the box opening and you would hear them, you know, velcroing open <laughs> the puppy's stomach and there's puppy, 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 You definitely have a future in <laughs> ASMR videos. I'm going to. I'm going to start making them. I support this. Okay. I'm very much for this. Uh, well, you know what I have to say? 